The ritual has ended and the horrors have been defeated, but there's still so much screaming this week on Hapless Heroes. This just got really erotic. Hello and welcome once again to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. Hi, Dave. Well, hello there. Hi. Hi, hi. Let's start, as we always do, by introducing our cast. This evening, we're going to start from my right, introducing uh, Phil as Hedrick, the entertainer. When is this all going to be ending? I can't wait to get out of here. To his right, we have Mike as Murph Eastlaw. This has been such an adventure. To his right, we have Francesco as Felix Fizzlebottom. I have a plan. To his right, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. I I think we did it. And to his right, we have Zach as Pregnart. We did it. We killed my gazebo. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. You animals. You blew it up. (laughs) Blow me. (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of that going on. Yeah. A lot of blowing. There, there was blowing. blowing. There was lightning from asses. There were uh, there were counter spells aplenty. And yeah. Instantly refueling um, arcane wards from all this abjurating going on. And there was winds and a very prevalent green cloud. Green, green cloud. cloud. Green cloud. And at the end of the fray, <laughs> the hand of Vecna and the cleaver gaunt that it spawned from it have been defeated. The ritual is stopped. The disease itself appears to be dissipating. You can almost see a thin yellow film dissolving from the air, starting from the cloud of dust that was the cleaver gaunt. But we still hear screaming. You still hear lots of screaming. So much screaming. Jarrell uh, will position himself in the center of the area where it's all glowing from. Uh, Wait, no, no, no. I'm going to dispel my sickening radiance now. Okay, cool. That's, yeah, that's probably good. The sickening <laughs> radiance is now dispelled. I've also dispelled my gust of wind. The gust of wind is now no longer blowing around the remains of Mr. Bouchanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jarrell will sit in the middle. He'll light some incense. He'll pray. And over a 10-minute ritual, he will detect uh, disease in the center of the clearing area. And your 10-minute ritual uh, reveals that there is no disease left. Now, I'm removing the spacesuit. <laughs> Do you take the spacesuit off? If, you, if you're telling me it's clear of disease, I'm getting the fuck out of this stuffy-ass thing. All right, he does. You know, I want to okay. check if he's diseased. Um, and he is not diseased. Okay. Do we notice any physical difference? Do we feel anything? Feel no, any different? No, all of you... Um, were dispelled before you suffered any other ill effects of the disease. Like oh, losing oh, limbs. You are fine. So to, to make sure that Jarrell knows this, he hops up and runs over to Pregnart and just takes off Pregnart's helmet with a... <laughs> with, a <laughs> with a what? Your, That's the noise it makes and it slips off of Pregnart's There's a little air seal. <laughs> Your thook is noted. And is Pregnart diseased? Pregnart is not diseased. Yeah. He is very pleased. Pregnant. <laughs> I am not diseased. I am pleased. Perfect. You heard it here first, folks. Um, okay, guys. So I, I think I... gives Jarrell a little squeeze. <laughs> oh. Can we do a short rest? Is that too... Am I laying on the don't, cheese? Don't be such yeah. a cheese. Uh. <laughs> such a tease. <laughs> you can do a short rest. There appear to be no immediate threats. Yeah. How, how long does it take the entire uh, city to be uncovered? We're taking like 30 minutes here. Yeah, a, a matter of minutes and every uh, the entire exclusion zone is undiseased. Cool. So are you choosing to take the short rest here? Yes, um, but I think yes. Jarrell yeah. spent. Yes. yes. 
There's, there's no other way around this. Okay. Okay. You can uh, presume to take your short rest. Is there a song of rest here? Oh, actually, guys, yeah. I'm Oops. doing a song of rest. Sorry. That's, I knew I had something for a short rest. All right. Everybody gains maximum um, the amount of hit points from their for the hit dice you oh, choose shit. to use. Okay, so I use five. Sorry. That's they don't nice. even have to roll. Um, and I'm actually... I'm going to just go ahead and do my uh, inspiring leader and use my feet for the next 10 minutes. I'm going to be playing a song while everybody's kind of in this montage. And uh, you're going to gain 16 extra hit points, temporary hit points that stack on top of any other temporary hit points you may have already had. It's a beefing up full heel montage. Yeah. Um, 10 minutes gone. Yes. Yes. Getting real strong. Getting real strong. I'm singing real strong. Getting real strong. Montage. Montage. Once we have all kind of short rested, Jarrell will say to Felix, How many of the local townsfolk do you feel we can get in this area? Uh oh yeah, because they're missing their limbs and probably yes. actually dying now. We should really help them. Yeah. Well, have you seen any of the townsfolk? No. No. So we how just, do you know that? We like hear to, screaming. Jarral okay. would like to gather as many of the, as he can that can right. still move. Yes, and as you guys start sweeping out into town, and I want to say it will take you... I don't want to do this. Do we have any method of notifying the Omega Project that we've succeeded outside of what they would obviously see? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't think you established anything. However, let's see. What's the range on this? Can you use... Uh, can you use Shady, Slim Shady, as a, like a messenger pigeon or something like that? I just, I'd have to, get, yeah, I'd, well, I'd have to give her the instruction. I can't um, actually communicate with her <gasps> beyond the pot of casting. Feet. I know, still a thousand feet. It's a thousand feet. Yeah, it's pretty like you good could, though. You could give her directions, and um, she could go on autopilot. I was going to say that it would take you twenty minutes to round up a block. But a thousand feet on the pot of casting, would I would say, well, let's cut that down to five minutes per block to round people up. You have so a couple you, uses, and I have uh, my charges of my amplifier. If that Whoa. would increase range, oh, 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 oh. <clears throat> for the pot of casting, it probably would. I don't know what kind of percentage. That's up to you, Dave. They can leave you reviews too, right? So, <laughs> so maybe, to review, you have a you have an alteration where you have. Explain that again. Sorry. For, the as, a, as a side note, for me and the <laughs> listeners. So those uh, basically amplify a range. Um, we didn't write down, did we? We talked about it last week. Yeah. Um, if I have anything that I would normally play or sing or something like that, or I just wanted to send my thoughts out into the unknown... Like I would be able to use this uh, pot of casting. The charges here are just like a personal amplifier that I wear. I have five charges. Yeah, and you get 1d4 plus 1 at dawn. Yeah. And I would say that, um, what does the amplifier do? Double range? Yeah, it, 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 it doubles the range of spells and effects that, you know, yeah. require your sound. I would... I would probably rule if you put me to it that it would double the range of the pot of casting. Cool. That just seems to... <laughs> yeah, right. makes sense to me. Yeah. Now, I can also assume that I don't get to choose who hears me if it's something... Anyone within 2,000 feet. Yeah, so this attracts a lot of attention. Yeah, I, I feel like the message should be also like, you know, for those of you who still have, I guess, like limbs where you can move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you can't, like, you know, rate, leave a review on a scale of zero to, to ten. At How what, great of a at, job we did saving you. At what your pain level is. <laughs> <laughs> Frowny zero face. of ten would not lose arm again. Right. <laughs> Would not recommend. I would like my digits refunded. Because <laughs> obviously the people who can't walk here, because they know they don't have fucking legs anymore. Yeah. We need to get them. Is no. the Omega Project two thousand feet from us? Ooh, that might be. Let's um, get towards the wall. And yeah. Let's say a block is about a hundred feet. Yeah. 
Yeah, actually, if you positioned right where you are, you could probably cover the entire exclusion zone in one broadcast. 2,000 feet? Yes, yeah. right. do it. Everyone want to call for the Omega Project help in moving? They, they would hear you if you were to do part of the broadcast to them, I guess. I'm not, doing the, pro- I'm not doing the broadcast. I'm just yeah. asking um, Hedrick. Hedrick. Can you communicate to as many people as possible to accumulate as close to me as humanly possible? I'm hoping to get as many people in 30 feet as we can. I thought you'd never ask. Uh, I need a location that I can specify and they can visibly reach. The park. We're standing here. Okay, just right here. It's literally the center of everything. Okay, perfect. (laughs) We can honor Mr. Bouchong's. Yeah, pregnant. We have a candlelight vigil. Let's have some special. While we wait, maybe we can rebuild the gazebo. (laughs) (laughs) Priorities throughout. I'm sorry, pregnant. I just like, you know, like people are falling apart, literally. Yes, yes. (laughs) But pregnant's gazebo fell apart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So. You can't bring him back. (laughs) It would break my heart to lose him again. That's adorable. <laughs> In like a really sad way. Yeah. Yeah. This this one goes out to Mr. Bouchonks. <laughs> if anyone's out there, you can hear me right now, and you may or may not be missing limbs or facial features. You need to make your way to the park immediately, pronto, okay? We're talking Armageddon, not Armageddon, okay? Now... We got some Armageddon. <laughs> instead of Armageddon. <laughs> Seems a little glib of, of a tone for this message. Go on. <laughs> uh, further instruction will follow. Come to the park immediately. Gather and measure on a rating system. Leave a review, one through ten of your average pain level. Uh, we will have you treated and taken care of accordingly. Thank you. That seemed proper. Yeah, that that. Yeah, not tone deaf or. <laughs> Those no. are our reviews. No, Those are our but reviews. using the <laughs> review system for people to leave their locations so that they can get medical attention is yeah. a pretty ingenious. Uh, gaming of the rules there. I like that a lot. And how many of those people respond with a rating? <laughs> um, this concludes your pod broadcast. Wait, part of that spell is people leaving reviews? Did I miss that? You can hear the thoughts of the, every it's creature the within the, uh, the area. Yeah, you okay. get to hear what they think of you. <laughs> oh, okay. so, yeah, they all respond to you as well as hearing you. Yes. There are 50 different reports through the city. They're all through the exclusion zone in different areas. Okay. I think we just sum it up as that with, you know, a fucking distribution head. of ratings between <laughs> 1 and 10. So Hedrick's head is swimming. Uh, he throws it back. Whoa! Oh, wow. Okay. There's a lot of people out there, guys. Uh, and it, it, it ain't looking good. How many people does it seem like are out there? Can you tell About that? About 50. There are 50 people? Like, yeah, so he got 50 people's information blasted into his head at once. Do those people arrive? Um, those people do not arrive because um, I was under the impression that if they were leaving ratings that they needed someone to come to them. Yes. Otherwise, that they should be, if ambulatory, don't leave a rating, just come to the middle okay. of town. Okay, got it. And I can approximate those 50 are scattered all over the place. Yes. Okay. If you were to really concentrate, you could probably remember the details and write it down. And that would take you about 10 minutes, probably. Yeah, I say after the 10 minutes, like, we, we keep Jarrell here in the center, uh, like, you know, to kind of take people in. Um, hopefully the Omega Project arrives as well. Uh, I'm going to try to get to the gates, let them know, and we'll get a whole a whole group to come in here and start. Yeah. yeah. Hundreds of people are already descending on the center of the square. Okay. How like, many, how many can fit within 30 feet of me? A 30 foot radius all around mm. Jarrell. That's a, that's a good question. Let's how many say, people, how many square feet does a person take up standing? I mean, they, they you, you occupy a five foot square. <laughs> I would but say, that, yeah, let's say four square feet. So, we're going to do math here, folks. <laughs> Napkin math. So, 
It's a 30-foot radius? Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. so... Pi times diameter. 30 squared. Are we talking about like a person in square feet yeah. as how a many, cylinder? How many people can you fit in a circle? Yeah, because I'm looking for a number of square Great. feet. And then we're going to say each person takes up five square feet. So now we can do the math. 28, 26. Five square feet? Really? It needs space for the magics oh, yeah. to work oh, around them. Yeah, just, you know, on the ground profile. Yeah, sure. How many people we can cram into it's, there. It's, that follows. You have to lay down on the 565 can. So 565. We're going to say 550, you know, just for uh, sort of round numbers. Jarrell is going to yell to all of them as they start appearing. Uh, He's going to say, I can only do so many every half an hour. I do hope that this helps. And he hopes that they all will kind of gather, gather around and he will do turn the tide again. So you would have to do. 10 of these if you're doing it every half hour. So I'm going to be here for a while. Yes. Um, 10 times a, so 5 hours that so you would be working Jarrell, so I mean I said that we pretty much just like, like I'm going to try to inform the project to get people to him faster and we're going to spend whatever time we have left if like the coast is clear Yeah. and like start healing the masses. Yeah. When when Jarrell sees you running off just, he just says, tell them all, tell them and wait Leave the soup. Yeah, that's a great idea, Pragnart. I'm going to take out uh, the uh, 12 remaining quarts of chicken soup. 12 oh. quarts oh, of wait, chicken no, I'm soup. Sorry, 11 remaining quarts of chicken soup. 11 quarts of chicken soup. Yes. What are you doing with 11 quarts of chicken soup? It's preg- room it's, temperature, by the way. It's Pregnard's chicken soup. And he, okay. And I, 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 he's the cook. It's a salty okay. soup, okay? It's been, it's been a couple hours. It's fine. Okay. No, that's fine. It, Just, you it, know. You have 11 quarts of room temperature soup. What are you doing with it? Um, Sharing it. Press it, digitizing it to heat it, and then uh, just serving it to the masses. I'm using it. I'm using shape water to portion it out. All right. So it's like literally just floating out of these jars now and like portioning it into like, I'm sure he's carrying now what? No, there's just floating portions of chicken soup midair that I'm using shape water to command. Pregnart the soup bender. (laughs) (laughs) Wiggle fingers. Wiggle fingers. Yes. Pregnart does what can only be described as soup bending and is serving people minuscule but still, you know, appreciable size portions of uh, chicken noodle soup. Now, does this actually to a. (laughs) Yes. um, We're going to say that you can feed them about as quickly as Jarrell can heal them. Okay. Dude, we are doing good work right here. Rallon yes. will be proud. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a thing that the people are going to remember. Like this is like a prime heroic feat going on right, right now. You've cured a disease and you are literally healing and feeding the masses in the center of town. Delicious chicken noodle soup. Meats. We need to redeem How are they liking the soup? Yeah, we need to redeem <laughs> our, our image after um, certain events have tarnished it as of uh, as of late, you know. <laughs> yes, the um this is definitely helping, although, I mean, you did amazing things at uh, the uh, theater as well. Right. Can I ask a question? Yes. Has Dilbertrum been here the whole time? Yes, he has. <laughs> <laughs> Where was he? I didn't even notice him. We were pretending he wasn't here. <laughs> yeah. He had his own spacesuit and everything? Yes, he had his own spacesuit and everything. Nobody <laughs> asked about him. Wow. And you were just pretending he wasn't here. Yeah. So, yeah, quite literally healing and feeding the masses in the center of town. This is a just first order heroic event that is going on. And it's obviously amazing uh, PR for the heroes of the kingdom of Vesh who are just sort of traveling the world doing awesome things at this point. Are we getting lots of yummy noises from the crowd? Um, Yes. Actually, Mm. the soup is a gigantic hit. One, because people really haven't eaten in days. Oh, wow. Maybe even weeks at this point. This is the first nutrition they're getting of any kind and they're being healed. Their nightmare is finally coming to an end. Does anybody notice and uh, remark on the little touch of saffron that Pregnard has added? I think they would. Um, (laughs) Hedrick is going around singing a song and trying to hit like the backs of the line 
to tell them how good the soup is and tell them <laughs> about the flavors and and the natural uh, healing and, and, you know, medicinal effects. Wow, we've turned the had. most horrifying thing that could be happening to a community and, like, yeah. are, like, making it... How if we a- just turn this into dinner theater? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now barely palatable for the masses. <laughs> when they're like, you know, this is... This is this could be worse. Today, I mean, su- today sucked way worse five minutes ago. If yeah. there if there was <laughs> anyone to come in and like do a theater thing for these people, it's also Pregnart and Hedrick. And this is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Quinn. Also, Quinn's I know that we're I know that we're in work <laughs> mode, um, but uh, I would like to potentially discuss you know after obviously all the healing's done, uh, potentially petitioning for the name uh, Heroes of Telduria or HOT. Hot. Just putting it out there. I feel like it, you know, Hokov is a bit cumbersome, and at this point, we're international. Are we having a hot hero summer? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I look at that right like where your head's at. Non-pregnard voice. <laughs> See, here's the thing, and it might be that while I was working in maintenance, I've listened to way too much Jim Rome, but you do not self-gloss. You don't get to give yourself a nickname. We don't get to rebrand? <laughs> no, you don't get to do that. The people decide who you are, and I'm not sure what the people have decided yet. Right. That's fair. Uh, does Felix go get the Omega Project? Oh, fuck yeah. Do, do the Omega, Omega Oh, no, does? the Omega Project uh, starts getting in through the walls as soon as you start things. Mm-hmm. They're helping with some of the logistics of getting people kind of lined up and organizing them a little bit better but it's very clear that the heroes have sort of taken the center stage here and are directing the efforts to heal feed and entertain um hans and franz and manservant will enter the area yes they will with all of jarl stuff and he's going to just set up like an awesome little camp in this town square next to uh bush bush Mr. Bouchon. The remains of Mr. Bouchon. Yes. The horrible pile of Mr. Bouchon's corpse. Do we do we burn? Do we cremate Mr. Bouchon? Yes. I, it's I the will, obvious answer. Jarrell will do a ceremony even <laughs> so that Mr. Bouchon can never be brought back as the undead. <laughs> you know what? Thank you. This is good. That's amazing. <laughs> good. I'm glad you remember where you are. <laughs> I'm glad you haven't forgotten who I am. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. Thank you for making sure that Mr. Bouchonks can never come back to haunt us. <laughs> Pregnard gives you the biggest hug when you're in the middle of this ritual. Jarl is very happy. Now, is it a cleansing by fire? Are you cremating him? Well, we, we could cremate him, but it's definitely... I don't know what... It's, I mean, he's made of wood. It seems like an almost natural choice. I guess Gerald's just doing the ceremony, and Pregnart can do what he will with yeah. Mr. Bouchon. Everyone's holding hands around the fire for those people who still have hands. Oh. Oh. Mr. Bouchon. And we're all just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I, I would say after this is all over with, after the memorial in which Mr. <laughs> Bouchon served as his own funeral pyre... <laughs> The Bouchon's wood chunks. <laughs> After that happens in the aftermath of this very touching ceremony, mm-hmm. the sort of thing that would be broadcast commercial free as a special across Telduria if TV were a thing. Mr. Bouchon's the ex gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> Which is after gazebe? No. be. <laughs> Gazebo. No. Gazebo would be after Gazebo. It'd be Gazebo. It's between Gazebo and Gazebo. That's where Gazebo is. Good. I'm glad we've got this sorted out. The hapless heroes destroy the English language. Part two. Um. So now that Jarl's tents all set up, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Franz and Hedrick will start performing. For the people, yeah. as, the, I would as love the night's kind of coming up, and yes, yeah, and as you are continuing to perform this ritual on a schedule to get everybody through, mm-hmm. um, I would like you to make either either a religion or a medicine check. All right, definitely better at religion checks. Eleven. Eleven. So one thing you would know is with 
a significant amount of time of um, continued care, some of these people can be made more whole than they are. But you're not sure exactly how long that would take. Jarl turns to Felix and says, How can we help this pe- these people? We, we need to rebuild their lives somehow. Can your Omega project help with artificial limbs in any way? Uh, I mean, that wasn't like my division, but I wouldn't put it past them, buddy. Can, like, can we call just... a meeting? Will you and Zero together? I, I, I feel like you would have some pull with helping them help these people if they're not planning on it already. Are you suggesting a dark vision meeting? As long as whoever comes from the Omega Project has dark vision. You realize it's very rude if we don't ask that before we just assume that they have dark vision. Oh, there's a whole and dark... And they don't know that we're just talking in the dark. Listen, Jarrell. We've done it before. Jarrell, there's a whole dark vision division. They, they talk about it. They do. There is a dark vision division in the project. Are they no going to... Are they going to... Okay, yes. You know better than I. <laughs> it's it's just a shame that over over the audio of a podcast, the audience cannot hear me rolling my eyes at that one. Dark Vision Division? <laughs> yes, that one. I feel like I'm time traveling and hearing the, our collective audience groan from that, too. <laughs> so I guess um, after we've healed as, as many people as they bring to us, yes. we're entertaining them. We're feeding them. Yes. Jaral would like to take a long rest. Um, yes, this is an appropriate time for a long rest. Yeah, after you've like healed the masses and we're all just spent. I think Felix probably just passes out face first on the ground somewhere. And we're, we're, <laughs> we're kind of waiting on yeah. the meeting when we all wake up. Right. Yes. Now, I would say at this point, although maybe not do it right now, that I'm invoking... Um, well, I guess uh, Elder Scrolls rules, and now that you've taken a long rest, this is where you would level up. So awesome. you will have a homework assignment of leveling up to level Ooh, 12. It's so hard. I wish Fran still did it for me. <laughs> and now you have to do two game. characters. Oh, yeah, three. Four. Sure. I have four characters. <laughs> you gotta have Hondo ready whenever yourself I... in uh, practice. <laughs> right. So, yes, the homework assignment will be level 12 now that we've reached the long rest and triggered it. If there's anything immediately that you get at level 12 that you know off the top of your head and you use out of combat, it would be eligible to use in this episode at this point. But do the actual leveling up, you know, offline after this thing. Can I uh, roll a performance check for my uh, playing and storytelling? I mean, I'm basically trying to recount... Let this entire crowd know. Well, what I we've figured done. just between Franz, uh, Hedrick, and Pregnart that we're pretty talented. This is this we is could for handle it, like, right? The reputation. I want to make sure everybody knows, like, to spread I'm the cool word about the it. best thing that's I, happened to him. I love this idea. Roll away at it. Cool. Make a performance check like you've never made All another right, one. All right, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> what you do? You're setting yourself up for failure That's anytime you guys ask to roll. I've, I've never even like rolled wow. this. You I rolled a, a nat one. I have a plus thirteen, and I rolled a nat one. So nat one. You could have just left it well enough alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah you could have left it alone. Well, I thought I had help, but. And that one doesn't, no help is for the. <laughs> well, help gives you advantage. Leaving but... w- we're leaving well enough alone doesn't yeah, really yeah, pop up. How about no. this? Franz is helping him. He starts off rough. Like he it's does. Bad. He, um, and Jarrell's hey, minstrel comes in yeah. to save the day. Oh, yes. Shown yes. up by. Yes, 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 yes. And, perfect. And a dancing pregnant with his wonderful water suit. Technicolored. Wait, am I still controlling those soup blobs? We fed everybody now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Now we're entertaining them. Now it's a water suit. So now, they've, they've yeah. been healed, fed, and now they are being thoroughly entertained. Wow. Except all my strings broke at once. Yeah. <laughs> no one was even paying attention to you at all. <laughs> does Does Quinn play along at all? What? Quinn's not there. Oh yeah, but you know, Quinn would be there. He was he was with the Omega Project. Does Quinn show up and play at all, knowing that? They've, they've called on the Omega Project. He was talking with the Centaur for Disease Control, um, wasn't he? We're going to keep it at the party that's here right now that's just because right. it's going to turn into a absolute quagmire yeah. of stuff. We did everyone's it running too just for the one time. The time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that was enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, I, I like it as an artistic thing, but as a mechanical thing, it's really 
it's going to bog things down. I'm trying to avoid that right well, now. Well, it depends on what we're doing. Because I feel like if Zero, Quinn, Felix, and Jarrell were having a meeting in the morning, that would make more sense than having Murph there. Yeah, I would say the more with the morning, like after the long rest, you can switch up characters, perhaps. Okay. Uh, is anyone switching characters? Wait, we're still in the... We're still we're, on the ground. We're right? in the park. We're level yeah. 12 now. We're in the Which, park. It's like hours, hours, like hours yeah. have gone hours by. Hours have gone it's by. probably the next morning. Everyone is here, but right. I'm, I just for a sort of... Yeah, it's the next morning. Logistical decision. It, yeah, sort of dawn has happened on the park. People have been entertained. They slept it off. Yeah, I mean, like, the Omega Project probably set up tents and yeah. like, things like that so that people, we can all just like kind of... Yeah. Emergency bivouacking is happening exactly. here in the middle of the park. And everybody is there, but just for administrative purposes, just run one character at a time, everybody. Yes. So does Zero come down? Yeah, so Zero is down. He's mingling. Um, and uh, he has passed along some word to some people he knows at the Omega Project who happen to be a little bit too excited to fi affix prosthetics upon these um, poor people. Right. Now that we've long rested, uh, Jarrell is going to use uh, create food and water, and he makes 45 pounds of food and 30 gallons of water, and it is literally whatever uh, Pregnart asks of him. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, so Jarrell can conjure the food, but Pregnart gets to describe what it is. Or, or <laughs> I would rule he could conjure ingredients. <gasps> yes. 45 pounds of ingredients? And... All that water. 30 gallons of water. So you can make whatever you want for breakfast. Um, <laughs> we need ingredients for uh, blueberry lime soda pop and um, eggs benedict. Just 45 pounds of eggs benedict. <laughs> I mean, this is gallons and gallons of hollandaise. <laughs> There's so many of us. Does it have to be that much or can be it's up to that much? It's like I, the story of loaves fishes, but with eggs benedict. I can, I can have We're not gonna um, waste 135 pounds well, of food. Let, Depends on how much it takes to feed everybody that's here. Well, <laughs> how many people are here again? A couple um, hundred. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Several thousand. Yeah, and with the Omega Project, too. So would 135 pounds of food even cover half of it? Um, we'll portion it out. It'll be fine. Yeah, if he was able to do something appreciable with 11 quarts of chicken noodle soup for 5,000 <laughs> people, right. yes, I'm going to say this is sort of a very bizarre take on the loaves and fishes. So when when <laughs> thanks, Benedict. when you yeah. check in on Jarrell, he has about five pounds of food himself that he had specially requested a pregnant to make. You know, the, okay. the typical pancakes and ham and sausage and bacon and toast. Those don't need to be conjured. Those are part of the normal Standard. <laughs> yeah. The heroes would carry around. We already have yeah, that. Pregnant definitely travels with that. Yeah. Also, I would say the airship is probably moored in the park right now. Cool. I, I like that. that image. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a big clearing. It's like Central Park. There's the big empty area where uh, Mr. Bouchanks previously lived. Bouchanks. So now, have we set up a Bouchanks. full our full camp? Because we have like a lot of people. Yes, the entire entourage is here. So the, all the interns, the crew. Yeah, they're all down here, just partying it up. Yeah, and is we're waiting the, for the meeting. So, is the altar yeah. still in one piece? Or is that destroyed? No, the altar was destroyed with okay. Mr. Bouchon's. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Oh, I kind of wanted to make like. The altar like, was a, literally part of Mr. Bouchon's right. when he became animated. I kind of wanted to take like the remnants and make a little cairn to like mark the place of where Bouchon's was birthed and destroyed. I, I feel like that's only respectful. You yeah. can take chunks of the, the altar. Wait, 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 wait. So we're going to put a statue of a gazebo where a gazebo used to be? Well, no. A statue of a gazebo <laughs> made of the old gazebo's rights. <laughs> No, like a, a stack of objects. Yeah, it's it, was, it was really just some sort of random yeah. collection to tower up and make a little monument to represent the events that occurred. The gazebo that the, fought for us. Some of yeah. the bigger boo chunks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wood chunks of boo chunks. <laughs> wow. Powerful. Powerful grouping of words there. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a lot of stuff. Yeah, that happened. So we're on to the next day, and 
the Omega Project, as an Omega Project is wont to do, would have a sort of a debriefing over what's going on. Mm-hmm. So um, who all is at this debriefing meeting? Felix Jarrell. is totally there. Felix, Jarrell. Paradil's there. Paradil's there. Okay. Pregnant's Ben there. is there. All right. <laughs> and Hedrick follows. Hedrick <laughs> is there. Go. Zero is looming quietly in the background. Okay. Arion Black is nowhere to be found. Of course. Fair enough. And then as everyone is gathered, a even more haggard and harried um, Rick Sikovac, the Centaur for Disease Control, comes bursting in, kind of busting. Galloping in? Mm, it's not even really a gallop. It's a little more unsure. It's almost as if a giraffe were trying to enter the room the same way Kramer would. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> a little nervous and jerky. She's running way too much caffeine or whatever it is that Omega Project scientists use to burn the midnight oil in their brain cells. <laughs> Anti-pain. 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 Subtractorol. <laughs> the off-brand. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She busts in and her normal rapid pace. Thank you, gentlemen. It's absolutely fantastic that everybody has come here today to debrief this 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 absolutely miraculous healing of the masses. I I'm absolutely blown away by what the heroes of the kingdom of Vesh, heroes of Tal'Duria you really are. Oh. I like the sound of that. That's hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please say more. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as, as much as I could gush, there really are a lot of people who still need to be repaired. It's going to take months and months to uh, get these... <laughs> repaired. <laughs> Rebuild. <laughs> Just take them to yes. the shop. Re- repair. A lot of these. people need to be glued back together. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but only if you mean the um, the uh, super special biological glue that our uh, transhumanism... Uh, trans. Well, uh, they're really a transnomism department. They're all gnomes, every single one of them, and they're... They're building prosthetics gleefully as we speak. It's honestly just a little, 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 little teensiest bit disturbing, but they're going to put arms and legs and limbs and feet and toes and all the things that people need back on them. As Except you, science-y. A, as you say transhumanist, you just hear, oh, in the background, and that's it. Is that to do? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, we could possibly do transgoosist. I'm not sure. Um, do do do. He seems fine. Do anyway. you need a cybernetic beak? <laughs> I don't believe he does. He's just making noise out there. I'm, I'm sorry. Their enthusiasm is a bit contagious, and some of the uh, um, 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 academic stimulants that we're using are a little bit contagious as well. It's um. Academic stimulants. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen! Don't, 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 don't knock it until you try it. Okay. That's a fancy word for drugs. <laughs> yes, of course we use drugs. I was thinking Red Bull. <laughs> I think an organization like the Omega Project could not sustain itself if not for drugs. <laughs> Purely Every academic. Single kind of them. Right. right. <laughs> Tireless nights. You know, that's why they're building the Warforge, because they don't have to sleep. I also for, for just re- realized that uh, Felix no longer needs to sleep. I still need to rest, but I don't need to sleep. Good to know. Um, so <laughs> More time for science. Jarrell is going to ask, <laughs> are we able to, to really rebuild all of these people? Rebuild, heal, eh, more or less the same thing, but yes, but it's going to take months. I mean, the rehabilitation, the healing, the crafting, the anti-rejection protocols. My servants and I will help for as long as we can. Really? Yes, of course. That would be fantastic. We we, we tend to not have very uh, um, deep staff in the uh, the arts of uh, the divine, and um, honestly, divine healing would be exactly the sort of thing we need to really incorporate these technological marvels that we've created <laughs> with life. I am at your service. <laughs> As Toast enters the room. <laughs> Running in through one door and busting out the flaps <laughs> at the other end. It's just the quick run-through cameo. Oh, he is made. still alive. Look at him. What the hell? Does he always do that? Did you never meet him? Oh, yes, he's fantastic. Yeah, we just... You just get used to it. Ugh. I'm usually a fan of sounds, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His is... Um, more of an assault on the eardrums. <laughs> you got that right. So, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the rest of the party doing now that it looks like the time in this town is beginning to wrap up? Um, Felix is going to probably take a few moments to discuss with Rixa, since uh, I'm assuming the Centaur for Disease Control would know of some further... Um... No, actually, I don't want to loop them into that. Uh... I'm going to try to see if I can loan a local private research facility, preferably offshore. The, 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 offshore. Um, our floating research facility doesn't count for you? I... We just built it, and the work I'm doing could, re- could be quite volatile. What work are you doing? I can't discuss the details right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm glad I'm staying here. I think I know what, uh, what you're referring to, and we can absolutely reach out to the right people for that. That'd be great. Um, I will stay here and assist the project uh, in the meantime. Yeah. Um, I'll let Jarrell do all the healing stuff, but if there's anything you know, we you guys require, absolutely. I'm happy to... Uh, reassist. I could use, you know, uh, a nice refreshing break uh, doing some science rather than, um, you know, almost dying. I think that sounds reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, Murph and or Quinn, what are you guys up to? Uh, can, what's the direction we're going in at this point? Like what? That, like what are the? Thing, what's the choice that I'm making? No shit has come to light yet. Right. So I feel like we could do a couple. I mean, we still have all that treasure in that stash. Like just all <laughs> the stuff all over the place, scattered all over. The Running car. errands. Right. Sure. But I mean, like it, in this moment, the two of them, uh, Murph is gonna study his spell book. Um, he's on a high at this point uh, from his his uh, his last. Uh, encounter Using so some he, of those academic stimulus. Yeah, he's just he's just <laughs> super excited to just be kind of you know that's the spellcaster of the group and he's so he's studying. Um, Quinn is um, just making kind of uh, basically he's been trying to make sure that he is as much the captain of the ship as Zero. Well, Zero is just the pilot. That's what I'm... Right. But how are you proving this, Quinn? That I'm <laughs> right. It's... Do you have a new hat? Um. Oh, yeah. Is it bigger than Zero's? It is... <laughs> it is bigger than Zero's. With a little bit of asking, you are set up with the finest haberdash. It is, town. yeah. I've had some time what's to... Your, what's your budget for this hat? Do you have, like, a big like a, the, the, the big fella that goes down the back to, like, your mid-back? Like, that, that how big this... Mm. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, like, Captain Hook from the movie Hook. Yeah. But bigger. But the bigger. The hat's huge. <laughs> like, the feather is It's almost bigger. like a... Yeah, yeah right. it's almost like a 10-gallon hat. Or sombrero. That, yeah. <laughs> that is just... Like a pirate sombrero. Yeah. It's almost too big for my head. Obviously. But perfect. <laughs> but perfect at the same How time. How much are you looking to spend on this gaudy piece of headwear? Also, I'm saying if you were to stand the hat on its side, would it be as tall as you? Um, so that it would stand. Am vertical. I wearing heels? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's Are you? Your boots probably give you. A yeah, I feel like my boots would have a little bit of a heel to them. So uh-huh. not quite. Okay, not quite. Just trying to see how comically wide this hat is, or long. Like you're and gonna be absolutely. I mean, Quinn is also not. Quinn's not time. super tall. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But so. you're gonna like, you're gonna have hard time fitting through doorways with. This. <laughs> <laughs> it's. <laughs> sure. Look, Nash calls for you, Are you taking notes of this in case Quinn is is part of the next? Uh, I am. Art? Yeah. So Quinn Quinn has pretty much stationed himself at the the helm. Yes, of and the airship. This hat is batshit huge. By yeah. the way, I mean oh, we're we're, we're going beyond the flying nun. I, mean, I gotta get <laughs> Quinn's sheet out. Sorry. Uh, uh, now, got, what color is this? Quite hat, a bit of money. What? Huh? What color is this? Hat? Oh, it's red. Yes, perfect. Okay, good. What That's what I was hoping for. Like that scarlet, but but almost burgundy. Is the rest like, of your outfit mm, scarlet okay. too, or is it just the hat? Um, like, do you have like a suede suit on at this point? Yes. 
I'm, I'm really going for a Captain like, Hook look at this yeah, point. Yeah, in in in, okay. in my head, I've got something like is the same color, but even bigger and more exaggerated than Carmen Sandiego's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the feather is purple. Ooh, oh, what kind of purple? Fantastic. Like um, um, like almost like a violet, but shimmers. So it kind of has like a, like almost like a white. The f- weird shimmer. The fringe, the fringe okay. of the feathers. Yeah. Like, kinda, it's like sparkly. Yeah. Pearlescent. But even. it's, yeah. 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 Good word. Pearlescent. I, I, I like this, the leaning into the hero image at this point. Yeah. We're all, we're just saying this for Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, so like all of his buttons are purple. Um, Ooh. And then I would say there's a little bit of a tail to his, his coat. A little bit of a tail. A little bit of a tail. That's where he's gonna rein in the details of the suit. I mean, it's not a gown. All right. A <laughs> um, little about, bit of a tail. Um, Hedrick, what's he up to? Uh, well, first thing, he's gonna have to <clears throat> replace his strings. If, <laughs> if that's a possibility. Yeah. Do I absolutely? Um, I'm Franz, sure he knows yeah, what he's doing. And Franz that. can provide you with help on that, too. Uh, secondly, he's going to uh, get close to zero. Um, he's one of the members of this group that he has always felt uh, a strange curiosity over and, and very much just wants to like pick this guy's brain. Uh-huh. Um, so he's showing him the amplifier and he's telling him how well it worked with the, uh, the pod of casting. And he's just uh, running experiments um, with his flute and with his harmonica and his lute and just trying different techniques Um He's also spending time getting to know the rest of the interns. Now that we have downtime, like he's just relaxing. That's what he does the best. When he's not performing, he just chills. So he's just shooting the breeze and he keeps making remarks over Quinn's hat. Um, something about uh, overcompensation, but he's not judging. He's just, you know, admiring the suit and just saying, I don't know why his hat's so big. I mean, damn, he's got in the shade. He's everywhere he goes. He's casting an eight-foot-long shadow, and he's only <laughs> five. What are you? Five. Five. five, 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 five. <laughs> 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 yeah. Schmedium. 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 Um, um, we're we're going to say, by the way, that hat cost a hundred gold. So I already took a thousand gold for the whole outfit. Okay, perfect. <laughs> that's that's, good. Good. Oh, that's great, <laughs> and that gives me a better sense of how b- bizarre yeah. that outfit it's is. Pretty, it's is it a, is pretty. Is it a plus one outfit at a thousand? Um, <laughs> plus it one appropriate, be. plus one charisma, it, no, plus one no. appropriate clothes. Wow. Um, we'll discuss that offline. Yeah. I don't want to bog <laughs> things down too much with that, but I like where the head is at. So, uh, yeah, just uh, looping it back towards uh, Hedrick, then uh, making comments over this. Yes, absolutely, fantastically gaudy outfit. I'm filling in the rest of the yeah. crew about all the particular details I did while I was safely under the cover of greater invisibility. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody might remark, like, I don't remember seeing this guy do anything. And I'm making very sure that everyone knows, like, I was a key member in this. And play. you dealt the final blow while yeah. coming out of invisibility. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think Felix would know what was going on. Felix will vouch for Hedrick. Yeah. Because Fe- Hedrick saved Felix. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm trying to uh, incorporate a particular handshake, which e- with each one of the members, it's a unique, different handshake. Like, just me and you got this pregnant. All right. This is how you do it. All right. Job rail up top. All right. Felix down low. No, I, I, I interrupt you when you do that. And I just like, I, I kind of like sidestep your hand and I just tickle the tickle your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very ticklish, Felix. (laughs) (laughs) Zero, by the way, is absolutely fascinated with the amplifier and working with that. And uh, he may get with you on downtime to try to work on that at some point. He thinks it's a really cool project. though. Yeah, I thought it was just something we could bond over. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's something that could be even be improved on in the future. You're just like, you're just pretty much playing a set for Zero. Oh, oh, Zero is my hero. I want to give him my best. And Zero is just sort of being in the mood of being the helmsman, walking around, strutting around. He's still wearing the same Admiral's kind of looking hat. You know, very more modern naval and with a steaming mug of black WD or uh, 10W40 oil. 
Does it still say helmsman? World's best airship pilot. Airship pilot. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Pregnart and Paradil, what are you guys doing? So, um, Paradil's feeling a little hungry. And he, uh, he walks over to the, uh, the ship's galley. Ooh. And, uh, he sees, uh, he sees Pregnart inside. And, uh, Pregnart is whipping up some chili. But at the same time, he's, you know, he's stirring the pot. But Pregnart, like, notices over on the chopping block. Yeah. There's, like, these animated knives that are sort of sharpening themselves on whetstones. Ooh. And Peridil's, like, very intrigued. And he's like, huh. <laughs> 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 do, do, um, do you mind if I check out how sharp your knives are? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I like to keep my knives very sharp. And you may try one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, Peridil uh, goes over to uh, take a knife. And uh, knife the knife... Since it's animated, sort of like he's taken aback at first, but you know, <laughs> Par- Paradel knows his, his way danger. around. Yeah, Paradel knows his way around around cutlery. So you know, as soon as you know he makes contact, the knife sort of eases into his grasp, and he uh, starts cutting a tomato. And is, this is like the sharpest kitchen implement Paradel has ever seen. Ooh. And so <laughs> he says, uh, uh, "Pregnant, um, would you mind?" Uh, you know, sharpening my knives sometime. My swords. This is this just got really erotic. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> this is not erotic. Wow. This is this is everybody's uh, have you into watched pregnant. Porn? These are these are <laughs> these are knife guys just talking shop. That's all right. right. That's uh, right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> People who appreciate good steel and cutlery. Yeah. Uh-huh. And They're uh yeah. takes a Oh, they'll be bonding. <laughs> <laughs> takes a sip of his chili from his from his uh, wooden spoon. Now is this and, a breakfast chili? <laughs> no, it's just a regular chili. It's yeah, lunchtime. We've been we've lunch been No, we've it's lunchtime. Lunch lunch okay. You know, right. Pregnard is trying to monitor the the ship's health. He, this is you know he's noticed some people are looking a little soggy around the midsection. This is a nice turkey chili. Ooh. And he's just trying to keep everybody's cholesterol levels pretty low. Yummy. Trying to keep the health in check. Mm-hmm. He's he's and, taking uh, good care of the crew. Yeah, <laughs> so pregnant says, "Yeah, yes, of course, I'll, I will help you sharpen your swords." And uh, Peridil says, oh, "Oh, thank you." All right, uh, Jarrell, or uh, well, what is Jarrell and what is Doctor Dudu up to? Um, so yeah, Jarrell is just making sure that you know he's helping with the Omega project. Uh, Hans, Franz, and Manservant are both helping him and helping the party load and unload the ship. Um, Basha is making like a really pretty good ale. Mm. That he's kind of sharing with the crew primarily because yeah. he can only make so much at a time. Um, <laughs> See where his priorities are. <laughs> yeah, and Dudu is kind of just circling, but eventually he does fly down uh, and try to catch Pregnant while he's either on the ship or outside for a little bit. How was your adventure, Pregnant? It was good, but a little sad. Why? Why was it sad? I made a new friend, but he died. That's terrible. I know he was a gazebo. His name was Mr. Bouchonks. He sounds like a very He was the nicest thing. gazebo I have ever met. Oh, pregnant. And uh, Jarrell, or not Jarrell, Dudu will um, go into his rump sack and present pregnant with a cocktail sausage. Pregnant. <laughs> Opens up the little vial of Bouchonk's ashes that he kept uh, around his his neck. (laughs) I don't know what he's doing. (laughs) He put the sausage in the vial. He he, he dips the the cocktail sausage inside and uh, eats it. (laughs) Not the entire vial of ashes, just a little dusting, you know. Does that taste good? It doesn't matter for the spirit of Bouchonk's. He's a part of me forever now. You have some this weird is, customs. This is such a <laughs> moving tribute that a single tear of motor oil drips down ze- from Zero's right eye. <laughs> that seems like more of a malfunction. <laughs> Possibly. You might want to get that checked out, Zero. Oh, my boy. All right. So, and that is the scene with the party all sort of settling into their newfound fame, their newfound friends, their newfound 
abilities even possibly and relishing in the adulation of being the heroes of yet another city. Things going on sort of at the end of this, uh, Felix is uh, riding off into the temporary sunset to go do some science at a safe third-party location where certain airships can't be detonated, defiled, or destroyed by whatever it is that he's working on. <laughs> whatever it is he's working on. Jarrell, being the noble <laughs> paladin that he is, is volunteering to stay behind and assist with the project to uh, keep these people healed. Yeah. All of these actions are contributing very highly to the renown of the heroes who are now not just heroes of the kingdom of Vesh, but heroes of Telduria as a whole as the legend of you spreads far and wide for noble deeds and daring defeats of Angus core and messages in bottles. It, it's all sort of right. yes. building up and <laughs> as you, as you are becoming bigger heroes and stronger, you know, and your level is uh, sort of increasing correspondingly. You're becoming a bigger deal in this world. Right. I imagine it just kind of like fades out as we're restocking the airship. Yeah. Like filling it all up. Almost. Uh-oh. Oh, do we have an outro wait. from Felix? Um, wait. No. Okay. You have an outro from Fran. You have right. an outro from the uh, DM who's about to jump in. Mm -hmm. All right. Next episode. I'm excited. So as the camera fades, yeah. Tell a, me more. A carrier pigeon flies into this park, and on mm -hmm. Quinn's lap <gasps> drops a letter <gasps> from. <gasps> there are three names on this letter. Oh. James Gare, Derek One-Eyed Dudley, and Tessa Southwind. <gasps> dun, dun, wait, wait, dun. wait, wait! James Gare. What was the second one? One-Eye Dudley. Oh. Derek One-Eye Dudley. Derek. Ooh, Derek ah. One-Eye Dudley. He actually, and it is signed with One-Eye in quotations. Like one hyphen I. Right. One-Eye Dudley. Uh-huh. And Tessa Southwind. And Tessa. And it is literally written, attention, Quinn Southwind. Clearly, yeah. Uh-huh. Not Lord Captain. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> actually, no, I would say Captain Southwind. Okay. Captain Quinn Southwind. From Tessa. Uh-huh. Yeah. You yeah. don't recognize this name. Oh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Tessa? <laughs> and with that, that is where we're going to call this episode. If you like us, we can be found on the internet. We are in such places as both Twitter and Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We are on Facebook, search for Hapless Heroes Podcast. We are even on Reddit, slash r, slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. Each and every single one of those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, where you can meet and chat and interact with us on a daily basis for a wide variety of topics, both including Dungeons & Dragons and even the other fun parts of life that aren't Dungeons & Dragons, be they other video games, cute pets, dank memes, whatever. We are there for you, and we want to interact with you, the audience, in this wonderful community that we have cultivated. Now, if you really like us, though, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. We are available anywhere that decent or okay or even good podcasts like ours can be downloaded. Uh, we are on Apple iTunes. We are on... Uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Stitcher, Podbean, and even Spotify. That's right, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm using all the time. Oh, it's very convenient for me. Now, if you really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon, which is contributing to the ongoing uh, costs of running this show. Not that we're in it for the money. We really aren't. And no, but it's just been helpful yeah. for maintenance, honestly. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it keeps our equipment running and upgrading and giving you the quality of audio that you as an audience frankly deserve out of us. And if you like us, right now you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, um, do a cheesecake belly flop. That's right. Make a cheesecake <laughs> the size of a swimming pool. Um, devise a floating apparatus to float this cheesecake on the surface of a swimming pool underneath a high diving board and climb atop that board. Start playing the theme song to Apple's Heroes and at the moment of the first cymbal crash, jump from atop that board and do your best cheesecake belly flop. I'm pretty sure that's suicidal. You would drown in the cheesecake. 
No, the, the cheesecake is only in a, a couple That's inches deep. I mean. It's like floated yeah. on top. But then you're going to be nom, under nom, a giant nom, cheesecake. Nom, and you have yeah, to but get I mean, out of a but there'll be a person-sized <laughs> hole. Is yeah. there a graham Flat cracker through. crust? Yeah, of course. Okay. Cheesecake belly flop would be another great name for a band. No, not a graham cracker. Not a graham cracker crust. A ginger snap crust. Oh, shit. If it's not Ginger Snap, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yo, that, <laughs> failed the request. And with that, if it's not Ginger bold, Snap, it don't slap. With that bold declarative Ginger Snap statement, we are going to end our podcast and we're going to do it by outroing our party. Starting from my left, as Pregnart and as Parrot of Lincoln Woods, we have Zach. Goodbye. <laughs> to his left, we have as Lord Jarrell the Light and Dr. Dudu, we have John. Until next time. As Felix Fizzlebottom, we have Francesco. So long for now. To his left, as Murph Eastlaw and the Lord, Captain and slightly bewildered Quinn Southwind, we have Mike. I am so happy with how I performed this time. Who the hell are these people? (laughs) And to his left, as Hedrick the Entertainer, we have Phil. I can't believe I'm on an airship. Oh, this is great. These guys are great. Man, zero's up. Man, what's up? All right, I'm talking you guys. (laughs) My name is Dave. I've been your host and Dungeon Master, not just for this episode, but for this arc. Next episode, we turn it over to Francesco, and Zero rejoins the party. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Woo. All right, bye-bye now. Bye. Goodbye. 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 So long. Slaps.